0: The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee and Virginia. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today and receive a $500 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap. America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's propswap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by PicksWise. PicksWise is the number one home of free sports betting picks. Visit pickswise.com to make your next bet better. And we're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Sign up at underdogfantasy.com with promo code SGPN. And receive a free $25 entry to use in Best Ball Mania 2 for a chance to win $1 million. Welcome everybody to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, sitting over in Newcastle in the northeast coast of England. And as always for our Thursday, Friday weekend show uh, from Houston, Texas. Is Mr. Munaf Manji? Munaf, good afternoon, morning. What is it? Without labouring the point, how could we have got the times wrong again? The first nine <laughs> messages we exchanged today—all, what time is it? Whose time is it? Where are you? Are you in bed? Are you awake? What planet are we on?
1: I know we were talking uh, after last uh, after a last last podcast or last episode with Dave about. I think it was offline about getting uh, world clocks, and I think you messaged me something about uh, getting some clocks. Yeah, and I found some online.
0: <laughs> I do like those little ones where you've got like four clock faces and the thing. And normally, I say if we have them over here, you would see like Paris, Milan, London, that kind of thing. Yeah, but we need definitely need Newcastle, Houston, uh, maybe uh, LA, so we
1: can keep the keep the bosses. Uh, on side as well. Well, so it's this our episode number thirty six. I think by episode fifty, we'll have the timing down for the both. I of don't, <laughs> us.
0: because we're not even close. <laughs> we're not even. We don't even nearly. When we start our starting point, we are so far away on what time we both think it is before yep. we end up meeting somewhere in the
1: middle. But it's uh, um, it's certainly busy times for the both of us. Uh, I know you've been you've been a little more busy than I. Uh, what's going on in the world over there in Newcastle? I know you had a busy I know the week list or is
0: weekend. Look at, look at my eyeball. Well, you can't see my eyeballs. That's the point, Moon. I have, I have these dark... i have having a busy week. I'm not complaining. I, uh, I've uh, i been on holiday, kind of, mm-hmm. uh, with the family. Has any man ever enjoyed a family holiday? I don't know. So. They're, they're, they're attritional things, aren't they? Um, <laughs> so we've been, to, we've been to London to see the Queen. Uh, just, it's just dragging the children around things like royal palaces and... Historical towers and castles. Kids don't want to be dragged around there. Yeah, uh, and it was a lot of walk. It was on the tube, off the tube. But get this bus, get that bus. Walk. There's another historical palace. There's a horse uh, on the tube, off the tube, off the tube. And, but yeah, we've had fun. Uh, we did. We saw all the things I've never really seen before in the in the capital of England. Things I yeah. haven't seen. Um, and then we got the train back very late last night. We got the we got in round about midnight. Mm. Uh, lots of sleepy children to put to bed. And then I had me. I had a draft with the the gens The uh, I think it's the Golf Boys who've yeah. who've arranged this Skeleton League. So that was a that was a two o'clock start here, a two a.m. start. So I had a little a one hour disco nap on the sofa, uh, woke myself up, and then was drafting from 18 of 18. Oh. Uh, but it was okay actually. My team seems okay. I was drafting one spot behind the Boston Cappa, He was drafting 17, and he only sniped me once. Okay. Um, and then I've got a bit of day. I have wrote some horse racing stuff. Yeah. Uh, Saratoga is on tomorrow. It's the Travers Stakes. There's seven group ones at Saratoga. I broke down three of them. Uh, the article went live about an hour ago. And we had a little winner last week. We had a six to one winner last Saturday night. Uh, so if you're interested in the ponies, uh, try and find that article. So I have done that. I am now speaking to you. And then I'm taking my roulette table out to someone's house to so a 40th birthday party. In a couple of hours' time, so yeah, you mentioned to me when we got on that it's. Uh, you said it's the first time you've seen the sunshine where we yeah. are. normally <laughs> I'm in a darkened room behind the curtains and stuff. But uh, it's early morning where you are, and yeah, the sun isn't shining, but uh, there are you can't some see type of sky. light.
1: Correct. Let me, let me ask you this: Are are the kids into Harry Potter? Um, one of them is the boy is. The okay, girl, so have not you so much. have you been to the? the Harry Potter, I don't know what it is. It's a, I think it's an hour or something out of London.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Harry Potter world. We looked at it. We had a, we had a short list of about maybe 10 things that we could do. Yeah. Um, And that was on there, but with the girl not being particularly bothered and me, I, it's not for me. I struggle enough with reality. So things that are so not, it's not science fiction, but that kind of fantasy is probably the word I'm looking for okay. Um, that really uh, that blows my mind. That sort of thing. Uh, so we did, we did some other stuff. We saw there was quite a lot of Harry Potter stuff. We did a there's a place called Madame Tussauds, yeah, which is a, a waxworks, uh, and there was loads of Harry Potter stuff in there. So yeah, we saw all that. But we went with the with the actual actual history rather than uh, fantasy
1: history when we were away. There we go. We're all caught. <clears throat> we're all caught up on uh, on Malcolm's world on what's going on across the there pond you go. over there. So there's our there's our weekly update.
0: Where, what's been happening over there, Moon? After let's talk about you. Yeah, not Football, much. football, football.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's been a grind this week. You know, uh, I was on with uh, Sean, uh, sorry, with uh, Kramer and Terrell last night to preview NFL preseason week three, you know, kick the tires on some things. Um, you know, uh, NBA season's about 40, 50 days away. So, gonna have to start prepping for that. Um, just loads going on. Yeah, yeah. We're just getting ready for NFL season here. It's uh, certainly been a grind. I know we're all grinding away with the, uh, the season predictions for all 32 teams had a couple articles dropped on there. And, you know, I, I feel like I'm paying more attention to baseball right now at yeah. this point of the season, just because I think there are profitable angles right now that we can find to capitalize on. I feel like, you know, people are getting away from betting baseball and starting to focus on college football starting and NFL starting. So, um, you know, we, that's why you and I are here. And I feel like, you know, over the, this past week, I feel like I've been grinding more on baseball than anything.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. I got uh, that draft started last night and I, pu- I pulled up the, the SGP and um, cheat sheets mm. and just because I was so far out the loop. I know I keep getting the notification on the app yeah, uh, which is absolutely outstanding day. They're now starting to do the divisional previews and stuff. Um, but I just had no real feel for this uh, for this draft last night, and I had to use the, the cheat sheets, which went down to 160, I think ADP 160. Mm-hmm. After that, I was I was treading water for the last few <laughs> rounds because it was a big draft. It was an 18 man draft, so uh, we were in the we were in sort of wr6 territory by the last couple of rounds. So wow. I was really treading water. But those uh the cheat sheets. Uh, over on SG, uh, the SGPN website are absolutely outstanding. So if you haven't quite got your homework done, um, the boys over there have done it for you. So you don't have to worry too much.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're, they're grinding away. I mean, they're dropping so much fantasy stuff. I know Adam Pelletier this, this, uh, morning or last night but on this is this coming week. is probably going to be draft week for a lot of leagues. I know you kicked yours off last night. I think I have one, you know, coming up in the next couple of weeks, but, um, it's busy times for sure, man. It's it's getting, uh, I think we're forgetting how many hours there are in the day and we're not keeping track of what time it is anymore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Absolutely. So let's get into the baseball moon. We made some picks last week after we spoke to uh, the sports consigliere we're going with. Um, and bit of a mixed bag. I stunk the place out, but I will provide some, uh, some excuses slash reasons for that in a little while. Um, <laughs> And yourself and Scott were both on the 50 50 train again.
1: Yeah, we split uh to to start this past week. Uh I'll start with mine. I had the Astros run line on Monday against the Royals, and uh the bats just kind of disappeared in that game. Uh pitching got killed. Um, you know, can't make too many excuses there. The Royals were just the better team for that day. Uh, I think the Royals got the victory there seven to one, and the Astros just weren't even competitive in that game, but um uh, Because of the Astros here in a little bit, I think there's some things that we kind of need to figure out with them or or things to look out for. Um, As far as my dog, it went off on Monday also. It was the Blue Jays' money line versus the White Sox. Um, This was hovering around even money, and I think closer to game time, got steamed up to minus 110, the minus 115 range, close to game time. But this was a great pitching duel. Um, If you're a guy that loves pitching, um, this, this was the game for you to watch. Alec Manoa and I believe it was Lance Lynn. They were absolutely incredible in this game. Um Kimbrell's wild pitch, I believe it was in the bottom of the eighth inning. That was pretty much the difference in this game. And the Blue Jays closed it out in the ninth inning, got the two to one victory over the White Sox. Um, so glad to, you know, cashed a I think I got it around plus one oh one. So no, no sweat off my back to start this week. Uh Scott this week was responsible for the Orioles snapping their losing streak so you can thank Scott for that one (laughs) he had the Angels run line on Wednesday against the Orioles Um, I I think that it was in that the later part of the innings where the Orioles just kind of came back and they scored I I don't know how many runs they scored in that the second half of the game where they think they won like 10 to 6 snapping their uh, losing streak and then his dog was on Tuesday which got rescheduled Originally, I think it was from Monday. I think there was a postponement because of weather, and they played a doubleheader on uh, Tuesday. So he had the Rockies money line, uh, Marquez versus Ju- I think it's Justin Steele, and they got the victory. Did the Rockies there? So um, we split there. Uh, hopefully, you know we can get back on track here on on uh, this weekend. Feeling good about it, but uh your picks, you know, you uh I, it's pitching changing, right? For you and it gets kind of tricky with that, especially if some games you have pitching changes and then also have postponement because of weather, then it gets shrinked into a seven seven inning game. But for you it was a pitching change.
0: Yeah, a little bit. My my luck um was Madison Bumgarner. gone. I think I've been to the well once too so often on the diamondbacks. it was about time they, they turned me over because they've been kind to me. Uh Mad Bum did okay, but they lost to the Pirates. Pirates have had a good week, actually. Yeah. They're doing okay. They're being competitive. They had a really good comeback win last night. So uh, no problem with that. The, if I, I can wriggle out my dog if I want to because there was a pitching change. Although, actually, it probably should have favoured my pick, if anything. Um, the I took the Mets over the Giants, uh, McGill. Uh, Tony Disco was meant to be on the mound for San Francisco. He wasn't. And I can't remember. Was it Sammy? What's his name? Can't remember for... San Francisco, which actually maybe should have tilted it in my favour. As it happens, McGill just came out and sucked hard. I put that on um, my little radio call. I got into bed, went off around about midnight, and just listened. And they just kept hitting home run after home run after home run. And I kept telling myself, oh, it's, only a, "It's only a solo home run. That's okay. It's only a solo home run. That's okay." But after the fifth one, then they kind of start adding up. So uh, that finished eight to nothing. So um, yeah, not not great this week. Um, However, see, this is how I can wriggle out of it, Moonaf. segueing into the tally site picks. Um, I'm sitting on 70%. Uh, so I've only picked 14 losers from 47 games. Yet, however, I managed to give out two of those on the pod. <laughs> um, so I'd st- I'm still well ahead. I'm, uh, and the, the ROI is quite handy as well. It's up around about $9. Um, so, yeah, 33 winners from 47 games. Uh, but of those, I managed to ha- hand out two losers.
1: Yeah, that's why we kind of direct our, our listeners and, and guys on the Slack channel to check our picks out on uh, sportsgamblingpodcast.com because we're picking every single game every single day. And and unfortunately, the ones that you, like you mentioned, gave out uh, 14 losers up until what last night and two of them were given out on the pod. But, uh, you know, check out, man, our, our, our picks there on sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Just hit that MLB tab. You'll see MLB picks for myself, Nick uh, will and Malcolm. Um, I think I'm around like 50 something percent here. Uh, let me quickly see here. I think it was like 52, 53 percent. Not as great as a week as Malcolm and will are having as usual, but yeah, definitely get over there and check out our picks. Yeah, I'm at 55 percent for the week uh, updated. Uh, will is at 61 percent and Malcolm. Like you mentioned right around that 69, 70 percent range. So, uh, make sure to head over there, guys. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Um bits and bobs of news then this week, Moonaf. Like you say, we're uh, it's all getting very serious now. Yep. Um and the New York Yankees, um, you've picked us a little uh a juicy line on this, actually. You messaged me a while ago. Uh, they've won twelve straight for the first time since nineteen sixty. Wow. I mean, you, are you 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 remember that, Moonaf. Did you get to any of those games back then or?
1: Yeah, I, I don't think I think that's when my mom was actually born in 1960. So, I, yeah, she was actually born in 1960. So uh, maybe when she came out of uh, the womb of my, my uh, grandma, maybe she would have noticed this 12 game winning streak from the Yankees. But that's kind of crazy to think like how great, how great uh, the Yankees have been, I think, all throughout the history of their franchise. And since what, that's what, 61 years later that, They've won now 12 games in a row after last night. It's
0: not a huge number either. Really, it is, it really yeah. You, you, you'll see this kind of regularly. You yeah. would have thought they might have done it, especially a team like New York, who've been sort of perennially good. They probably uh, had
1: a lot of uh, like seven, eight, nine, ten yeah. 10 game winning streaks. But after 10, it, it gets, yeah, I, I think understandably, it gets a little tough after after 10 in a row.
0: Uh, and on the back of that, you've, you found a, little, yeah. a line earlier on. What was that line that you looked at?
1: Yeah, and I, and I was curious to see where this uh, division odds were for the AL East. I mean, I mean, I guess you could say you kind of missed the boat prior to the Yankees kind of clawing their way back in and actually being in contention for not only a wild card spot in the American League, but you should also be looking at their division now. I mean, the, the number would have been a lot better back before this win streak, but uh, it's it's kind of crazy to me that it's still at around plus two. I've seen it anywhere from plus 220 to plus 275 and also almost like plus uh, 300 or three to one for them to come out and win the division. And I messaged uh, Malcolm this morning and I said, Hey, look, they have the fifth easiest schedule remaining. They've won 12 games in a row. It almost looks like that. They're, I don't know. They may not lose another game. Sorry for the rest of the season. I think it's a good spot for them to, um, you know, grab some division odds. I mean, it's not the greatest price in the world, but anything at plus price with the one month left here about in the season, I I think it's a good bet. And and then I also mentioned, you know, I I like looking at the strength of schedule and they, I think they believe that they have the fifth easiest schedule remaining and they had the A's this weekend where the A's are going backwards. They've now lost five in a row. I think this is going to be a tough series against the Yankees for them, which I think kind of bodes well to us. We'll get to that in a second here, but um you know, if you're if you're a believer in this Yankees team to kind of claw their way back into this division, I think this is a good time to kind of pick it up. Obviously, we had wanted it did prior to the winning streak, but you know, I guess better late than never, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, another streak. Uh, Baltimore we, yeah. did they get to nineteen? I think they got to it Was it eighteen? I can't remember. Nineteen. Uh, yeah, and yeah, and then they eventually broke it, and um, they've they've put together a little <laughs> winning streak of their own now, and um. Loads are underscored. There's been yeah. the, even the game. There, I think there was a twelve eight in there or something silly. They put up thirteen last night. Um, so yeah, it's just that's just baseball, I suppose. But uh, yeah, eventually, because that must have that must have seemed like an eternity for Baltimore and Lucky's their fans the bag, and the right? players.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and like you, I think this kind of tells you how bad the pitching is for the Angels, especially their bullpen, right? And we talked about, we've been talking about this all season that the pitching just not is, is, just not there for the uh, for the Angels. So I, I don't think that eventually we knew that this when he, or the losing streak was going to come to an end for the Angels. I mean, they're not in contention; they're not going to make the playoffs. So it's not as bad as a look as it is for the Angels. I let's say they were in contention, so. Um, you know, it's more still about Otanio with the Angels over there. So, uh, you know, glad that the Orioles um, broke that losing streak. They won two in a row, but now the Rays come into town where they actually absolutely spanked them, I think, a couple of weeks back. So maybe look out for that again.
0: Uh, one of these peculiarities that baseball throws up every now and again was the Dodgers-Padres game. Because um, I got up to have breakfast on Wednesday morning and check the scores like you always do. And that one was still going. Um, <laughs> which So that started at 3 a.m. Uh, it was still going at, uh, at 8.30 a.m. over here. Um, yeah. So ever since they introduced the zombie runner, um, the game hasn't got out of the 13th inning. And then this one went 16, which is just remarkable.
1: Do we not know how to bunt anymore? I mean, come on. I, we talk about all these analytics and things like that. And I think this is a point in the extra inning when you have no outs and a man on second, bunt it down, get that guy over to third. And all you need now is a, maybe a deep fly or, or an error could even get that run across or, or something like that. I mean, for this Especially game to in go in the
0: bottom half when the team yeah. hasn't scored in the top.
1: Yeah. So I, I think that kind of alludes with how bad the San Diego potters have been this year. And, and that, managed to find ways to lose games and this is another prime example so uh, uh the crazy part is i actually took the over in this game and i tweeted out that if you have the under in this game this is gonna be a bad beat for you as soon as it gets into extra innings and lo and behold it pushed at eight um when i woke up i went to I went to bed. I was like, man, I don't really care about the Dodgers and Padres. And lo and behold, when I woke up in the morning to check the score, it ended up being a push. And I was like, wow, 16 innings, that's incredible.
0: Um, I'll just briefly jump off topic again. I had a uh on Wednesday night, I had a little three team parlay. You know, we regularly fade Newcastle, that's the thing. So mm-hmm. there was a, it's the League Cup this week. So I put Arsenal Southampton and Burnley to win. Well, Burnley were playing Newcastle. So, yeah, Southampton won 8-0. Yeah. Arsenal won 6-0. Yeah. Uh Newcastle drew 0-0. Oh, yeah. Which meant the parlay went down, but then they lost on penalties. So, I got the <laughs> double whammy. Oh, yeah. hello, yeah. So, I got the oh, double whammy of getting knocked out of the cup and losing without scoring a goal. And my parlay still didn't win, even though Newcastle got beat. So, yeah. Um, I enjoyed all of that. Um... Chris Sale in immaculate inning, moon half, your boy. You've talked him up. Um, you've been looking forward to him coming back, and uh, again, just one of these little fun things that happens in baseball from every uh, every now and again.
1: Yeah, I think one of the bright spots for the uh, Red Sox in the second half of the season getting Chris Sale back, and he's looking dominant as as usual for them. Uh, I think he's three and zero since he's returned. This was his third start last night. I was actually watching this game, and I particularly remember this inning that he got strikeout, strikeout, and strikeout. And I didn't realize that he had an immaculate inning until I like was browsing on Twitter a little while later. I was like, oh, I actually saw that live, but it didn't click to me because I'm <laughs> going, you know me, I'm going back and forth between screens here. So, yeah, um, yeah uh, I think the last time that happened in Red Sox I, um, history was by Chris Sale. I think it was on the third road. One, yeah, I think. Yeah, it's his third one. I think he's t- uh, tied with uh, the great uh, Sandy Koufax for the most ever, I believe. Um, so, you know. Hopefully he can stay healthy and, you know, the Red Sox can finish at least in the wild card and and uh, maybe Chris sell starts that game for the Red Sox and gets them into the playoffs. But uh, good to see him back and, and looking top form. Um,
0: you already mentioned it briefly, Munaf. Uh, the AL West, um, Oakland have eventually kind of opened the door for Houston to go through uh, with this little five-game losing streak they've been on. Um, yeah. Houston haven't been really tearing up themselves, but they've won two, um, and that's just led to a five-and-a-half game gap. This is kind of what we've been waiting on for probably yeah. about four months now, just that little bit of daylight between the two, and it's eventually there today.
1: Yeah, I think this weekend is, is important both for both of these teams, right? The Astros are taking on the Rangers this weekend, and like we mentioned, the A's are going to be playing the Yankees. And Yankees being the hottest team, who knows if they get three out of four from the A's or maybe even all four from, from the uh, A's and the Astros. Um, I think in particular, now that they get Alex Bregman back, they get Kyle Tucker back, everybody's healthy, at least on the batting side for the Astros. Uh, they got to capitalize on this opportunity because if they can take care of business against the um, against the Rangers this weekend, this lead, this lead for the Astros can open up to maybe seven and a half, eight games, possibly nine and a half games, which would be, absolutely huge for the Astros to kind of, you know, get into the month of September and just start winning games here. And I think Dusty Baker even came out and said for the Astros that they, they they haven't been playing their best baseball of the season yet. So I think this, this weekend, and then going into the month of September, like I mentioned, it's going to be big for the Astros. Everybody's back in this lineup. Hopefully they can figure out their pitching. Um, I think it's already been confirmed that Justin Verlander will not be back this season for the Astros. So um, you know, guys like Jose or Katie, they should be getting back Framber Valdez, Zach Grinke, Luis Garcia. I think who's been the bright spot in that pitching rotation for the Astros, uh, kind of, um, those guys are going to have to really trend the water and get that division title for the Astros and, you know, five and a half game lead, pretty comfortable there. But again, this weekend, it's going to be big for both of these teams.
0: Um, staying with the standings moon off the NL East. Eh, uh, nobody wants to win. You've got i just made me <laughs> laugh when I pulled the standards. I normally look for a little streak. And you pull up the head at least and the four teams at the top have a streak of uh Atlanta lost two, Philly lost three, Mets lost three, Washington lost two. I mean, Atlanta so maintained that five and a half game lead over Philly. Um, Philly and New York have both gone two and eight um in their last ten. So say I wasn't that high on Philly. You took a you took a flyer, but Atlanta is still letting people. I uh, think they've got a chance of winning, but it's just hard to see that division. And it's a it's an absolute um, tire fire at the minute.
1: Yeah, it seems like you mentioned nobody wants to win this division. What's going on here, guys? Um, it, it's crazy, right? Because I think the Phillies are squandering a huge opportunity for themselves. You know, we mentioned that they have the easiest schedule, especially when we had uh, Dave on last week. Uh, He said to look out for the Phillies. I think this was the opportunity for them because they're playing the Diamondbacks. They had some easy games. They still have the easiest remaining schedule in this. Sorry, the the entire MLB. They just haven't been able to capitalize. And uh, the Braves, I believe they're playing the Giants this weekend. So this is going to be a huge series for both of these teams. I think there's more. Um, there's more leeway or margin for error for the Braves versus the uh, the Giants because the Dodgers are still two and a half games back of the Giants. But again, Giants are still finding ways to win games here. And it's just crazy that we're all, everybody is just waiting for this giant team to falter and they're not going to, they, they, they fight hard every single week, every single day. So, um, you know, big, big series for both. I think we have a great pitching matchup between these two teams tonight. So uh, I know, I have a ticket on both the Phillies and the Braves. As long as Mets don't find a way to start winning games, which I don't think they will. No. Um, yeah, I think that, you know, it might just be the Braves division to lose it, unless the Phillies want to get hot.
0: No, I've officially put the Mets in the timeout, uh, especially after paying particular attention to that McGill start this week. So uh, that's the end of that. Um, just one more thing we would have to, to bring up was um, a little preseason ticket that I have. Yeah. Um, that we talked about in our pre-season show, um, which was Robbie Ray for the strikeout king, strikeout leader. Uh, And he made his way up to second in the table this week. There we go. Had a 14K effort against the White Sox, uh, which has put him 12 behind Wheeler. So that's not unsurmountable with maybe five, six, seven starts left to go. Um, I'm just ruining the fact that he kind of, he missed... um, he missed the first month or so of the season. However, there's a, most of the pitches have missed sort of that many times with the rotation. So uh, not a huge problem. But yeah, um, yeah, he's been outstanding. That's given me a little a little fun sweat at um uh, twenty five hundred.
1: There we go. Yeah, hopefully uh he continues to dominate. Um I mean his numbers look <clears throat> sorry really good for the season too, right? He's nine and five a two seven two ERA. Absolutely, yeah. Um uh let's quality starts are right there. 19 of the 25 games that he started have been quality starts. Um it, it, he's doing really well. And I think this is a type of pitcher. <clears throat> sorry, I don't know my voice is cracking here. Um, that the 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 blue jays really need, right? Because I think Ryu has not been the guy that's panned out for him. Hopefully, Robbie Ray is a guy that can kind of step in for them as the Ace for the rest of the season, and maybe that's something that they address in the off uh, rest of the, oh, sorry, in the off season for the t- uh, Toronto Blue Jays. But I'll be keeping an eye on that. I'll be rooting for you for sure, man. Hopefully, you can, you can keep piling on these uh, strikeouts and then you know take that uh, title for this season.
0: Yeah, MLB.com, i have got a little poll up. They've, they've canvassed kind of journals and stuff like that about the, for the Cy Young votes. And mm-hmm. I think Robbie Ray sat in third uh, there, and we gave it. We did the Cy Young quite recently and gave. I gave Robbie Reuters a long shot. I'll have to look back at the price of that. In my head, I, I seem to think it was about 30 to 1. Uh, it was possibly long, yeah. A little, yeah, does that sound about right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's, he's sat in third there. So yeah, absolutely, definitely, definitely a live, a live chance there. Ready to win money and boost your odds. Win bet is live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favourite teams, players and sports. From NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football and more. Great promos, odds and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a special offer, a risk-free $500 sports bet. Download BetWin. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com to start winning. We're brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Football season is about to kick off. PropSwap is here to make this your best season ever. With PropSwap, your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money, it just needs to improve. For example, Trey Lance opened 300 to 1 to win the MVP this year and has already been bet down to 75 to 1. That means if you bet $100 on Lance back in May, you could sell that ticket on Prop Swap today for $400. That's a 300% return before the season even begins. Think of PropSwap like the stock market, but for sports betting, buy low, sell high. The average seller on PropSwap makes over $500 per month, just listing and selling tickets. When making your bets, remember to go for two. Take two tickets on the same team or player, so you can sell one for a profit and keep one to leave yourself some skin in the game. Get started today by going to propswap.com or download the propswap app. Propswap is where America buys and sells sports bets. So moon off, we fetched out a couple of things to talk about last weekend, uh, before we knew the uh the consig was coming on the show. Yeah. Um, some little trends to follow from mlb.com. Um for the last month of the season. So um we already picked one of actually talking to uh, Dave last weekend was the uh just get on the get on the underdogs all through September. Uh, so there's an instant trend that I'm definitely going to be following. Uh, I'm looking forward to getting amongst that. Uh, but we picked it. We picked. We've got three here, uh, just to highlight to people who might want something to follow through this last month or so. Um, so the first one, Moon off, we're looking at the LA Angels. Um,
2: uh-huh.
0: Now they have a minus 128 run differential. Against winning teams, that seems with a record over five hundred. Um, now they've got a lot of their remaining games are against uh plus five hundred teams. They've got thirteen games against the Astros and the Mariners. Uh, plus they've got the Yankees, the White Sox, and the Padres. Um, so I'd be looking um to fade them against all of those teams. Uh, that five hundred. Um, obviously they're not a great team themselves. You've seen how they've performed this week yep. uh, against the Orioles, but just looking for maybe parlays or series parlays. If you can get a bet down for them to be swept, or if you want to take a team uh, to win on the Friday and then double them up uh, again on the Saturday night, something like that. But the angels against teams for the plus 500 record are a team to fade moon off.
1: Absolutely. And know we talked about all season long and we talked about earlier today that their pitching is just so bad. Um, that, you know, going on to your point, Malcolm, about taking their, um, their opponents on, you know, to win maybe Friday night, doubling up on Saturday or for the series win. Um, also to take a look at their team totals, uh, their opponents' yeah. team totals because the pitching is so bad, right? I mean, I think Orioles were a great example of that. You probably could have got a discounted price on the Orioles because they are, you know, they were a bad organization or had been because of their losing streak. So maybe you could have found a three and a half on their, um, on their team total. So I think that's another angle to keep in mind. And, you know, this team is one of the best teams to uh, fly over the total. So um, run lines, I think, is another good option where you may have some if you want to put some plus money down on their opponents. Um, but I think the one pitcher that is only the bright spot for this rotation has been uh, uh, Otani, of course, who is, you know, your overwhelming uh, MVP this year. Um, is Patrick Sandoval hard? I haven't seen him in the I rotation. I haven't seen his
0: name for for quite a little while, yeah. Yeah, and I think that was the other uh, pitcher
1: that we had discussed um, to look out for, but I haven't seen him starting for a couple of games here, so you know, this yeah, is he's, team... got
0: a, he's got a back injury Moon after okay. August the 18th, which was threatening to keep him out for the rest of the season, so uh, yeah. if we do see him, it might be one or two turns to so with the back end.
1: Yeah, and like you mentioned, Malcolm, they're going to be playing teams that are above five hundred that have great bats. So uh, definitely, uh, you know, make sure you're looking at run lines, team totals. You know, possibly first five. You know, there's just so many different bets that you can, you know, fade these this uh, Angels uh, organization and their pitching.
0: Uh, the next one up, this is absolutely baffling. Uh, so the Colorado Rockies um, <laughs> have a six sixty seven uh, versus a two sixty seven. Uh, home road split um, which if that extrapolates for the next month, that'll be the widest home road split in MLB history um, absolutely unbelievable, um, they've won 9 in a row at Coors Field uh, averaging 8.2 runs scored per game uh, pitching as well, the, the team ERA is 3.61 at home and 5.3 everywhere else um, So how we can use this to our advantage. They've got 13 home games in September um, against the Giants, Dodgers, and the Braves. So not only are Colorado going to have a big say in certain pennant races, this ties in really nicely with Dave's play on all these underdogs as well. Because the Rockies will be dogs for the majority of them. Maybe not against the... um, Well, no, sorry. I thought it said the Padres. The Giants and the Dodgers and the Braves, They'll, they'll be... There'll be dogs in just about all of those games, I reckon. Um, Like I say, one nine in a row at home, 667. Um, There's going to be some good value there. They're live dogs, and I'm sure they will turn a profit uh, in these home games in September.
1: It's crazy I'm looking at the standings right now that that the Rockies have the best home record in the entire league And then you go to the next team. It's the Chicago White Sox who are number one in their division at 42 and 23. And then I believe it is you have a couple teams in that same division who have 42 wins at home in the Giants and the Dodgers. And then in the American League, the other team would be the Tampa Bay Rays and the Astros. So all, all of those teams that I just mentioned are Pretty much head to head teams, playoffs. aren't they? The, the, the <laughs> top sides, yeah. Yeah, and then you look on the flip side, fifteen and forty-seven on the road. So, like you mentioned, Malcolm, and and you know, uh, Dave said this last week that the stats obviously back it up for this Rockies team. And we know that you know Coors Field is is a hitter's ballpark just because of the dimensions and things like that, and that you know the, where singles turned into doubles, doubles turned into triples. There's so many opportunities for inside the park home runs. So. Um, and it's going to, you know, it's going to warm up there a little bit as we get to, you know, we're still in the summer months here. So, um, altitude, things like that are all going to be in consideration. So when you have a team that's 43 and 22 at home and 15 and 47 on the road, you definitely want to take a look at playing, you know, the Rockies at home, but make sure to check these lineups because September is also a time where they're going to be calling up a lot of these guys from the minor leagues just to see kind of how they look at the major league level. So, um, yeah, definitely. I think you'll find prices of close to plus 150, plus 175 uh, for the Rockies when they're playing at home.
0: Absolutely. Um, and the third and final one uh, we've picked out that hopefully can turn us a profit uh, next month. Oh, We're back on the Diamondbacks, Brunath. Uh, ever since the All-Star break, I feel like I've said the word Diamondbacks 800 times an episode. Um, they've just come off a homestand uh, where they went 6-1. and one. Um against the Padres and the Phillies, uh not two of the stellar teams, but yeah. uh, two of the uh two competitive teams. Um they hit 3 09 over that series, um scored 37 runs in that in that seven game homestand. Um Tyler Gilbert threw in a little no no. uh Mad Bum's been dealing really well, although he did get beat this week. Um so far this season against the Dodgers and the Giants, uh the Dodgers and the Giants are back again. Um the D-backs are four and twenty-five. Uh, they've got nine <laughs> games against those two sides remaining, and they can't possibly be as bad. Um, they get the Mariners and the Astros, the Mariners and the Astros and the Braves as well. Um, so again, teams with over 500 records. So plenty of games there where the D-backs are going to be dogs. Um, and they're very competitive at home. In fact, they're 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 decent at home. Um, and I think you'll be able to make some money back in those. Um over the uh over the rest of the season.
1: How many games do you think they're back in that West division from the Giants? Twenty seven. Forty. Wow. Get in. <laughs> That's crazy. And they do have <laughs> the second hardest remaining schedule uh left, right? Like you mentioned, they have games against the Giants and the Dodgers. Um, you know, it just take a look if they're at home or if they're on the road because, you know, again the splits for the Arizona Diamondbacks are also uh kind of intriguing if you look at it right 27 and 36 at home for a team that's been this bad i mean it's not too bad but then at uh they're the, i think they're the second worst road team in the season right right behind the Colorado Rockies that they're at 17 and 49 Rockies 15 and 47 so um you know even if they are playing at home you'll they'll still be plus price uh, dogs to the Dodgers and the Giants and you know, some of the other teams that they're playing that are above 500, even if, they, if they're playing the Padres, you know, they're, they're still going to be plus dog. So definitely take a look at that. I know, like you mentioned, Malcolm, that this team, they still have hitters on this team, right? Um, Kelte Marte is still there. Christian Walker, uh, I believe Miguel Rojas is on this team also. So they still have bats on this team where they can, they can uh, get hits and score some runs. So, uh, you know, definitely again, check lineups and, and things like that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So there's our, uh, our three little trends to follow through September. I'm quite confident with all of those. Um, I like the sound of them, and it's uh, it's invigorated me for a little bit of September baseball. Um, picks Wise is the number one home of free sports betting picks, props and parlays, helmed by a team of trend-watching, data-devouring sports fanatics, giving you the who, how and why behind every prediction for every game, every day and every sport, all for free. Visit PixWise.com to make your next bet better. PixWise backs responsible gambling. If you or someone you know wants help, call 1 800 Gambler. The summer of soccer continues on Paramount Plus. Stream over 2,000 soccer matches a year from around the world. That's all the heart pounding drama from CBS Sports, including UEFA Champions League, Europa League, Italy's Serie A, Argentina's Primera División the Brasileira Ao, NWSL, the Asian Football Confederation and the CONCACAF qualifiers featuring the stars from the US and Mexican men's national team. It's the best of the beautiful game with all the beautiful names like Messi, Mbappe, Ronaldo, Rapinoe and Pulisic. Be part of the excitement as champions are crowned and history is made. The world's game lives here on Paramount+. Visit paramountplus.com to start your free trial and stream every match live. Okay, Munaf. So this week, and then we'll make some picks. Um, I think you mentioned at the top of the show a couple of series. Um, it's not a not a stellar week, but there's certainly uh, with with things at stake, then uh, a lot of the games uh take on an interesting angle.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like I mentioned, not much going on this weekend. Uh, a couple of series that kind of stick out. You know, the Giants Braves, like we discussed earlier, both teams fighting for the division or, or at least trying to keep the lead there. Uh, Braves have a little more margin of error because they do have that five and a half game, uh, lead in the NL West when the other teams that are in contention, the Phillies and the Mets are struggling. So, um, you know, if they want to create some separation, big game for the series against the giants this weekend. And again, giants are just going to have to continue to find ways to win games. Um, it's crazy to see that some of the prices that we're getting on the giants, has been around minus one twenty, minus one thirty today. They are a plus dog with Kevin Gossman on the mound for them, so um, keep that in mind. And the Yankees and A's, like we mentioned earlier, uh, you know both teams had an opposite directions here. Yankees absolutely on fire, like we said, twelve games in a row. A's losing five in a row. Uh, interesting pitching matchups there. And then we have Otani versus Tatis this weekend. Angels versus Padres. I think that was worth mentioning when you have two of the young superstars. Going off against each other in this league. I hopefully we see Otani pitch this week. And I haven't seen the schedule. I don't think he is, but um when you have those two guys um going this weekend uh facing each other, that, that'll be fun to watch. Yeah, absolutely. Um
0: I know yeah, there's some I, bre- be- I know Sorry, there's some what-
1: breaking news in football slash soccer, so we'll get to that in a second.
0: Okay. Um yeah, I keep looking at the Giants you say Gosman? is a uh as a plus price dog, some some weeks and it's just absolutely head scratching, like. Uh, but the Giants just haven't bothered with any of that. They've just got along and uh, been so good. Okay, what we're going to do with the with the picks this week, Moon? I would you like to, to lead off? See if I can, uh, if I can break my. Um, yeah, my lead
1: it off. We'll put you in lead okay, off spot today.
0: I'll do it. Um, Lock is going on Sunday, uh, which is Tyler Marley of the Cincinnati Reds against Jesus Lozado of the Miami Marlins. Um, Tyler Marley is, I wrote one and four there. It's actually 10 and four, which makes more sense. Uh, he's 10 and four with a 3.69 ERA. He's been really consistent, I think. Uh, reliable is the word you'd use uh, for Tyler Marley this year. Uh, he's holding the elbow hitters to a 231 batting average, which is good. Uh, he goes deep into games. You can generally get at least five innings, uh, sometimes as much as seven out of him. Uh is this Lizardo, I do like as a pitcher. Um, he was well-touted when he was at Oakland. He came across um, in the trade deadline and he joins this Miami rotation uh, where they do have uh, good success uh, with these players like um, Pablo Lopez and Alicia Hernandez, Sandy Alcantara. Um, so I think there is progress um, to be had from Lizardo, but I think it might come over the, over the winter, over the off-season. Um he's four and seven with a seven point nine one ERA. Um his start lines are just almost identical in every start now. It's always eight, nine, or ten hits. It's always four, five, or six runs. Um, so and I mean that's going back two or three months. So um if we, we follow that trend, the Reds can put up six or seven runs uh, and Tyler Marley can hold can hold Miami to a couple. So uh Tyler Marley on Sunday. And my dog, I had to look elsewhere because you stole mine. Um, Now, this is a bit of a wild one. Um, I'm going to take Baltimore on Sunday uh, against Tampa Bay. So it's Spencer Watkins um, against Chris Archer for Tampa. Um, Watkins, now what I'm going to say, and I won't inspire anyone with any confidence, uh, Watkins is 0-5 with a 10.8 ERA. He gives up at least four runs more starts. Uh, But he's had two key starts for Tampa. He gave up one run in six innings pitched. um, And then, okay, four runs, four earned in six innings pitched, uh, the two times he's faced them this year. He had a good July. um, So I'm hoping he can rediscover that for. um, So this is much really a fade of Chris Archer. Uh, uh, Another pitcher that I like, I faded two pitches that I do like. Chris Archer's had not much luck with injuries. Um, So... He has a record of 0-1 with a 4.26 ERA so far this season. Um, he's had one start back from injury uh, where he pitched two innings against the White Sox. Uh, but I'm just thinking maybe if he's a bit rusty, hopefully the Orioles uh, can get to him. Um, Watkins is going to give up uh, three, four, five runs, but maybe the Orioles back to... Woken up this week. Uh, they've hit double digits a couple of times. Um, so I've got the Orioles to overcome Tampa, uh, win this one 7-5, to off in a big price this'll be maybe 200 uh something along along them lines so what you're telling me moon
1: yeah that that raise pick uh with the orioles definitely uh, should around around uh plus 200 for the orioles be- just because the rays have been so dominant over the orioles um this season um you know, like we mentioned you got to pick your spots right i think this might be a spot for the orioles to have a chance to win a game out of this series um as far as your lock, I think sorry, you also want to maybe look at taking the first five team total over for um I'm sorry, I didn't see who they were playing. You said uh the Reds. Uh, it might be yeah. around three and a half. I, I had the over in this last game, uh last week, uh in this game when I gave it out because I was phasing Lazardo at like like you mentioned, like you are this week. Uh, and the you know Nationals came out and scored five. This weekend, or so that, that earlier in this week against uh Lazardo. So, you know, that's that's something else that you want to probably keep in mind. But he's just been so bad, so so bad for the Marlins. And you know, the Reds, they're still fighting for wild card positioning. So uh definitely something that you want to keep in mind. And I, I like you know, both of your picks because so there's gonna be a spot for the the Orioles to win a game, it's gonna be against Chris Archer um this weekend. So um, yeah, I like those picks. Uh, getting to mine, uh, I'll start with the log Saturday afternoon. I'm uh, I can't believe I'm saying this Yankees money line. <laughs> Yankees money line. Well, we're here to pick winners, right? So, I think you know, we yes. got to put ego yeah. in, and fandom aside. So, uh, Yankees money line versus the Oakland A's, Nestor Cortez versus Frankie Montas, uh, for the Oakland A's. Uh, Nestor Cortez has stepped in nicely into the rotation for the Yankees here, man. Cortez has. Started seven out of the last eight games for the Yankees. And in those seven games, the Yankees are six and one. Uh, Cortez is one and one on the road with a 3.23 ERA. During the day, he has a 1.42 ERA. So this game is kicking off around 4 4 p.m. Central. Sorry, 4 p.m. Eastern uh, time on Saturday. So keep that in mind. Um. In addition, man, I, over the last seven days against left-handed pitching, the Oakland A's are dead last in runs scored. They're number 26 in hits, number 28 in on-base percentage, number 27 in OPS. So bottoms, bottoms in the league as far as facing left-handed pitching. And on the mound for the A's, like I said, Frankie Montaz, who's been struggling for the A's. This season, 4-6 and with a 4.00 ERA at home. And the A's have lost each of the last two starts uh, when he started. Fading the A's bats against the left-handed starter for the Yankees. Uh, Like I said, this feels kind of gross back in the Yankees, but we're here to pick winners. So, um, you know, ride the hot hand like we've talked about. If if Black is coming up on the roulette wheel, you want to stay with it. Uh, going to my dog, it's gonna go off Sunday afternoon. The Nationals money line versus the New York Mets, Eric Fetty versus Tyler McGill. Um, it, it just really boggles my mind how bad this Mets offense really is. Uh, they have talent, but they just can't hit for whatever reason. Um, I just don't get it. Eric Fetty has been okay. He had a good start against the Marlins last week. Over his last two starts, Fetty is two and f- 15 and one-thirds inning pitch, 17 hits. And only six runs, uh, six earned runs allowed. Uh, Fetty has two starts this season against the Mets, 16, 16 innings pitched in that span, only around five earned runs and 12 hits. Mets are hitting 214 against him in those two starts. So um, he's been good against the Mets. And on the mound for the Mets, it will be Tyler McGill, struggling over the last month, 0 3 with a 6.07 ERA, and teams are hitting 309 against him. So. You know, the nationals or one of these teams that are a sort of frisky bunch. They have, you know, Juan Soto still on that team. They have other hitters, Josh Bell. Um, so so I think this is a good spot for the Nationals. So just to recap, Saturday afternoon, Yankees money line versus the Oakland A's. And then my dog will go off Sunday afternoon, Nationals money line versus the New York Mets.
0: The Yankees pick Munaf. We we talked about it with Dave last weekend was that you've got to be able to adjust to things. And you were seeing that name, uh, Nestor Cortez pop up uh, on the probable pitchers list when the Yankees really were quite in the dark days. Yeah. Uh, and it was just kind of an auto feed. There was three or four names would pop up there. And you were thinking, who's that? Um, yeah. And then they come out and he's, and he's done really well. And you, you explain really well um, why and how he's been winning games. So uh, absolutely uh, happy to back him now. Um, and yeah, the, the, the Mets just can't put anything together. Um, Eric Feddy was something, uh, somebody that I was looking to take, so um, I'd, I'll happily back that up for you. Uh, so two solid picks there. Um, I believe Scott Reichel has made some picks. Yep. And has sent them in. So let's see what scotty has got to tell us.
2: Hey guys, Scott Rochelle back here again with your lock and dog for the weekend. Quickly recapping how we did last week. Ended up splitting, we went one and one. So could have been worse, could have been better we'll look for a sweep over the weekend. Starting with the lock, we're looking at Sunday's card and we like the Rays on the run line against the Orioles. The Orioles have lost 19 of their last 21 games and 18 of those losses have been by at least two runs. Meanwhile, Tampa has dominated the Orioles this season as the Rays are 15 and one head to head with 13, of those wins coming by at least two runs. And looking at who's on the mound for Baltimore, you have Watkins, who has been absolutely terrible all season long, and especially lately, last month, 21 and two-thirds innings pitch, 10.8 ERA. We expect him to get chilled, and we think Tampa wins another easy game by multiple runs against the Orioles. Now, looking at the dog, sticking with the Sunday card, we like the Nationals' first five money line at the Mets. The Mets have lost 11 of their last 13 games as they continue to completely spiral out of playoff contention. But looking at the pitching matchup, you have Fetty on the mound for Washington, who has been very good against New York this season. Three starts against the Mets up to this point, 16 innings pitched, 2.81 ERA, and he's also coming off that great start against Miami, and his last outing. We think Feddy's going to pitch well in this spot. Meanwhile, you have McGill on the mound for the Mets. Last month, 29 two-thirds innings pitched. 6.07 ERA, so we expect McGill to struggle as the Nationals maintain a lead through the first five innings. Other than that, though, that has been the lock and dog for the weekend. Let it ride. There you go. Thank you very much, Scott. Good luck with those. And Munaf,
0: we have made it to the end of the show. One step closer uh, till I can get to bed. So uh, appreciate you joining me early this morning, bright yeah. and breezy. Um yeah, enjoyed it. We managed to uh cover a lot of ground again and um we've yeah, I'm I'm confident about what we've put together for this last month moon off, some yeah. of these trends.
1: Yeah, uh yeah, definitely. Like we talked about September might be the month of dogs, like um, you know, Dave mentioned last week. So we'll be definitely keeping an eye on that and August is over pretty much almost, you know, I think it's going to be, uh, September 1st on Wednesday. So, uh, we're entering the final stretch of the MLB season. We'll see, you know, where some of these divisional prices or divisional uh, races end up, but, um, you know, dog days of the summer, as far as baseball. So make sure to get on some of these dogs or blindly bet them. Like Dave said, I'm going to open up a separate account and put some money in there and just blindly Bet every single dog, every single day. We'll see where we end up at the end of the week or end of the month. Absolutely fantastic.
0: Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. As usual, subscribe uh, Apple Podcast and Spotify if you can uh, rate and review the show. Um, all sorts of stuff going on. As we've been recording this, um, the SGPN have emailed me out uh, a fantasy football draft kit. Um so the the service that everyone's getting is absolutely outstanding. Uh so get over on the website there's all kinds of things uh, and listen to those um football podcasts. Um cheers Moonaf. Enjoy sure. your weekend. Hope you have a profitable one. Uh fade Newcastle tomorrow and uh thanks I'm everyone for listening. <laughs> <laughs> cheers everybody. <laughs> we'll see you down the road. Thanks bye.